All right, so let's get started. Yesterday was daf number 103. 103. And t- 103 was yesterday, and today is 104. Okay, we could do a review of yesterday's daf. Get to today's. Um, we started at the bottom of the page on Yomtif that comes out after Shabbos, and what is the order of the Kiddush slash Havdalah that you should do? And uh, we saw so many different combinations, each of them having a svara, a well-founded logic as to what's going on. So the first was uh, Rav, who says that the, the order should be Ibirchas Hayayin first, and that's Tadir Shena Tadir Tadir Kodem. It's a more regular type of blessing. Then uh, we have uh, after that Kiddush because you want to invite the Kiddush and you want to push off the sending away of Shabbos till the end and therefore it's Ner and Abdullah afterwards. According to Shmuel, it's the order of Tadr Shein Tadr also. Tadr Shein Tadr also. And, uh, but he goes chronologically. He says first do Ner Abdullah and then you do Kiddush. That makes sense. Rabba says that uh, you need to separate between Abdullah and Kiddush. You can't just have one, one after the other. And he also agrees that Abdullah should, um, should, come, should come first. But in order to have like a divider, he puts the Ma'ireh after Abdullah, before Kiddush. Then Levi says that you should start with the Kiddush. And then do the, the ner um, next. And then you do the wine and then Abdallah. And the reason why is because you want the wine specifically next to Abdallah. And that's because Yayin uh, by Abdallah is a rabbinic requirement. And by Kiddush, it's less so, even though we also make Kiddush on, on wine. Uh, but it's less so because you can make Kiddush on bread just as well. And that, there's no Havdallah on bread. Havdallah is strictly wine. And that's why he wants the... Or... Or wine. Or we, I, or Hamar Medina, but yeah. the point being... Or beer. Or beer, right. Hamar Medina is... Hamar Medina. Substitution. Substitution, right. Of a chash of drink. Whatever is accepted. Why not last? That's, that's the case. Kiddush last. Not Kiddush last. No, well, because he also says that uh, you don't want to chase away Shabbos, uh, uh, so therefore you do Abdullah at the end. These are all the svaras, and that's what affects your, your position. The Rabbanans say that it first should be Kiddush, before the Berachas uh, Yayin, but then you do the Berachas Yayin together with the normal Abdullah, which is Yayin there Abdullah. And that's how, he said, that's how they say it. Also, separating the Kiddush from the Havdalah in the best, the most, the farthest distance. Then we saw Marbre Duravno says that the proper order is Ner Kiddush Yain Havdalah. And the reason why they put Ner before is because Ner is really a standalone thing. If you don't have Havdalah with you, but you have a light, you should make the Bracha, Bar Mereish, separate. So, since it's, a, this, it's not really attached to the rest, so therefore you can make the Bracha Ner first. And then for, you want the Kiddush, Yayin and Abdullah next, so the Yayin actually should be both for Kiddush and Abdullah. So it's sandwiched between. Um, Martha says in the name of Rabbi Shua that the, the order should be um, uh, candle first, like, we, like the same as Marbre Ravna. Martha was a man or a woman? 
Yeah, it was a man. It was a man. It was uh, yeah. Even though Martha can be a woman also, but uh, yeah, uh, you could see from the words Amar, not, not um, Amra. Okay, so Amar is a man. Martha. I got the same question. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, anyway, he said he's quoting Rabbi Yeshua that it's near Yayin Havdala and Kiddush. Again, you're doing the near first, and then you do the Yayin that's attached to the Avdala, so it's connected to the Avdala, and then Kiddush last um, because he's going with the chronological Svara. So the father of Shmuel sent to Rebbe. Um, he said, teach us, because the order is, you know, is a lot of people, a lot of positions, a lot of svaras. I want to know what's the proper order for Kiddush and Avdallah on Matzah Shabbos that comes out on Yom Tif. So he said, Rabbi Shmob, Rabbi Yossi says in the name of his father, Rabbi Yossi, who says in the name of Rabbi Yishub and Chananya, that it's Ner first, Havdallah second, then Yayin, and then Kiddush. Which is, um, and that's uh, a marshal to that, is like you have uh, the king leaving and you have a duke coming. First, you escort the king out, then you uh, bring in the, uh, the, the, the duke who's secondary, who's not as in Chashuv, and that's the story with, uh, with that. Okay, um, what is though the bottom line? Because um, there's still a lot more opinions. So the Gemara says, bottom line is, Machlok is Abaye and Rava. Those are the last opinions. According to Abaye, um, it's, uh, uh, according to Abaye, it's Yayin Kiddush Zman. First you do Birchaz Yayin, then you follow with Kiddush. Um, like Rab says, that you do Kiddush first. Then you do Ner, and then you do, um, uh, I'm sorry, after Kiddush you do Zman for Shech because that's for the new day, you recognize the new day. Then you end with the Ner and Avdala. Um, and uh, according to that, and then Rabba says, almost correct, but it's Yayin Kiddush Ner Avdala, and Shech goes at the end. And the Gemara comes out that the bottom line halacha is Kirava, ke, ke, then that's how we paskin. First we do Berchzayin, then Kiddush. Then Ner Havdallah and then Sheikh Yanu at the end, and that is the bottom line. Um, why yeah. Are we bringing Shehiyanu? What's happening there? It's like a Yamtif for the beginning of Yamtif. Up until now. Right, right, exactly. For, like this year, like Pesach, this year is a, is a Matsu Yamtif, and that's where the Sheikh Yanu comes in. It's interesting, the whole discussion before, uh, Pashtus was talking about. A yomt, not necessarily a new yomtif like Shvi Shal Pesach that comes after a Shabbos. Um, that's what, uh, and therefore there was no Shechianu because there's no Shechianu on Shvi Shal Pesach. So that's what uh, that's what they were talking about. But here they're introducing what to do when there is a Shechianu, and that's this order. Okay. But it, yeah. Opinions, different opinions, different with Hagin, or everyone goes by one single thing. In the, once the Gemara comes out with a psak, Velchus that is the custom amongst Ashkenazim, Svardim, Taimanim, everybody following that. There's no dissenting opinion. There's no dissenting. As far as right, until it was set, it was all opinions. But once the Gemara established, that was the final. We go by 
ruling, and that's what the Gemara says. So the Gemara comes out, you know, so which is the this so final final outcome of the Gemara. Ravina Ravashi, who set the set the Gemara's psak alafa. That's the bottom line, and that is what we that the, and the, and you go across the board. I'm, I, as far as I know, uh, everybody is is just keeping that. We don't even uh, need to look at the size of the halacha. straight in your Yeah, in this case. Sometimes the Gemara doesn't say straight up, and that's where you're going to have some uh, some issues. Uh, but here the Gemara says it straight. Even then, it could be you know there's different opinions, but it happens to be that this is the bottom line. Nobody argues. Yaknahas. That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, so the um, we saw that uh, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda came to the house of Rava and they brought the fire for the for the Bar and the Bsamim for the Bar Bsamim and he made a bracha on the Bsamim before the Bar Mereish and um, and he was bothered by that the, so he asked him Rav Huna Bar Yehuda asked Rava what you, what's my high even Beishamim Beisel they both argue but they are both saying that the candle comes before the Bsamim so what's Bshad that? So he said, that's, Reb Meir says that, uh, that that's what the Machalakis is between Beisham and Beisilo, uh, that they're arguing and uh, that they're both agreeing that the Nair comes first. The question is, where does it come with Birch Samosan? Is it Nair Mosam, Samim and Abdullah like Beisham, or is it Nair Samim and then Mosam and Abdullah? But, uh, but, but that's only Reb Meir Shita. The Chachamim, uh, I'm sorry, Reb Yehuda, who argues, says that Beisham and Beisilo are not arguing on that Birch HaZamazah needs to be first um, and, and that Havdalah needs to be at the end when you're coming with ending a meal and making Havdalah at the same time. But uh, the question is, what's the order between Ner and Psamim? According to Bishamai, Ner is before Psamim. According to Bishilah, Psamim before Ner. And the Olam, we said, is Noyeg. The custom is accepted to do Psamim first and then Ner. I want to point out, and that's, the, that's what Rabbi Yechonet says, is, I want to point out something that really was from uh, the previous section that, um, we, that, I, that, that we discussed earlier um, about B'Samim. Why is it that we don't do B'Samim on Matzi Yamtif? So I mentioned yesterday that that's because there's a, there's a Rashbam that says that there's a Nisham Yisera on Yantif as well. That's the idea, because we, we still have an additional soul uh, that continues on Yantif, that, and that's the reason why you make a Barmini Psamim, is because you're mourning for it leaving you. That's the idea. So the Rashbam says that. The, there's a big kasha that Toysus asks on the Rashbam. He's like, I don't like that Pshat, because if that's true, so then why on Matzah Yantif don't you ever say... Don't you ever say B'samim? It's because, uh, right. So that's the kasha. And therefore, Toysus has a different answer. And he says that Yom Tif after Shabbos works like B'samim. I thought that's a very clever answer. Mm-hmm. Since you're going into uh, Yom Tif, so you have a nice uh, meal, you have wine, you have a beautiful festive holiday, that cheers you up just as good as B'samim will. So you don't need the B'samim uh, for the loss of the Neshami Sarah. But again, it's a fundamental machlokas whether there is an Hashem Yisera on Yom Tov or not. Now, in order to explain the Rashbam, so my Chavusa told me that the Hasidim say that Shabbos is such a high level of Kedusha that it, there's a big drop-off when it goes to the week. 
as opposed to by Yamtif, which is a little lower level. So the Kedushas Yamtif lingers on. It doesn't just, it, it doesn't just like drop, oh, yeah, exactly. it doesn't have a strong drop off. And therefore, the Nishami Seirah that does come with Yamtif doesn't go away at the end of Yamtif. It stays with you. The, there's a, a feeling of Yamtif that continues on. That's what he says, the Hasidim answer. Yeah, to fit in with the Rosh Bab. That's true, but it's still the, the drop off between the severity of Shabbos, whatever, it's still a big drop. That's the idea. <laughs> yeah. That's when we saw it by Shabbos. It did correspond with Shabbos at the time, original giving of the Torah. What other one? Oh, what I mean, the Nishami Seirah. First time we hear that angels came yeah. and gave us the second Nishama. And uh, Nasila, during Shavuot. Well, that, I, that was, those were the two crowns. I don't think it was the Nishama Yisera. But two crowns represented that particular Nishama given, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. I don't think, I'm not familiar with that. I, that as far as I know, that's not how it works. The way, way I understood it, is that uh, the Gemara and Chagiga Rashi brings down, okay, one of the bizarre things is that the Nisham Yisera means that a person has more appetite. That's what Nisham means, that on Shabbos, you know, during the week you can't eat, you could barely eat. All of a sudden Shabbos, you have a Kiddush, and you go home, you have a whole suda, how do you eat that much? That's, not, not that's the Nisham Yisera, it's not a joke, it's the Nisham Yisera. It gives you extra capacity to eat. Yeah. Is the idea of the sign you say what, it cheers you up, or is it like smelling salt, it wakes you up? Uh, I don't know, that, it doesn't really give much detail. Anyway. Okay, okay, we still have to do Chazara, one thing, one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Anyway, I thought it was important to mention. I yeah, thought so, okay. I'm not angry, I'm not arguing. Okay, anyway, brings us to the next thing. So, uh, Rav Yaakov Bar Abba was visiting Rava's house, and he saw that he made a bracha on his first cup of wine. Fine. And then at the end of benching, he made another And he's like, what's up with that? Why are you doing that? So he said, why do you need to make another bracha? You knew when you drank the first cup of wine that you can be having another one after benching. What's the pro- why would I need to make a new and Just drink the wine. So he said that I saw this being done by the Reish Galusa. Don't ask me questions. That's what the, you know, the Reish Galusa does it. That's what I do. So he says, Reish Galusa is very different circumstances than here. And the reason why is because by the Reish Galusa, you're a guest. You don't know. Are they going to bring you wine afterwards? Are they not? You're, so you don't have it in mind. It's a suffix. Since it's a suffix, you made a bird break up for now. And you're a Mestiach Das from drinking. You didn't expect necessarily to get wine afterwards. Then when they bring out a ba- uh, another, ba- another uh, thing of wine for benching, you're su- pleasantly surprised, but it needs a new brach because it wasn't expected. Over here, you're, it's your house. So you're comfort of your own home. You know that you're having wine. It wasn't, there's no surprises here. So you had it in mind. So why should you need a new bracha? That's what he is. So he says, I want you to know, I'm following the opinion of the Talmidim of Rav. Rav Bruno and Rav Hanano or Talmidim of Rav. They were sitting in a meal. And then Rav Yiba Saba was serving them. And they said, let's bench. And, um, and, and then they, they changed their mind. And they said, you know what? Let's, let's have another drink first. Okay? Another l'chaim, whatever. Okay? So they were, in order to have another l'chaim, he said, uh-uh, 
Rav Yibesabba told them, let me tell you what Rav said, that once you say Havlov Venivrich, you're not allowed to drink anymore. And the reason is because you're Mesiach Das, and therefore it's a, it's a, it serves as a break. And that's the reason why you're going to need to make a brand new bracha afterwards. We have here another story of, of uh, three, uh, three rabbis, Amemar, Mazutra, and Rav Ashi, were sitting in a meal, and Rav Acha, Brain the Rava, was serving them. And Amemar, every cup of wine, he made another Bari Pragefet. And uh, so he's like, okay. And then Marzutra made a bracha only on the first cup of wine and then the last cup of wine. And then Ravashi said, it's just the first bracha, and he kept drinking. And there was no, no other brachas. So Ravaka, braid the Rava, said, who am I supposed to follow? So Amemar lifts up, he says, uh, don't look to me. Every time I drank another cup of wine, it was a new idea. I didn't think, I didn't expect to have more than one cup of wine. I was only going to have one cup, that was one glass was going to be sufficient for me. And then subsequently, I don't know, the circumstances brought about that I was thirsty, uh, whatever, very thirsty. So I got another drink, but it was a change of heart. And since it was a change of heart, I need a new bracha. That's, the, that's what Amemer says. So that's why I'm making a separate bracha each time. But each time it was my last cup, my last drink, okay? All right. It sounds familiar. It's a change of heart. Right, it's a change of mind. Right. Each one. Each one is like, this is the last one. Nah. Same reason it was this one. Okay. That's a memar. So, so don't, don't look at me. Marzutra says, I'm following the Tamidim of Rav. The Tamidim of Rav had the same system. They bring one broth in the beginning. Every subsequent drink that they had during the meal was covered. The one for benching is not covered because of, of the idea that we saw before. That's Marzutra. And Ravashi says that the Talmud Rav is not the halacha, and I'll prove it to you because it's all coming from Rav. And Rav says that on the same uh, same case of wine, you make one very prayer gefet, and you do in Havdalah, and you also do in Kiddush on the same cup. Why you have to? Why would that be the case? You shouldn't have to make a new very prayer gefet. You see that it doesn't work that way. One bracha covers for everything. So, so on that, the Gemara says to Ravashi, Ravashi, you're wrong. Because uh, there's a huge difference over there by the Tamidim of Rav, you were oikar das. You had a, you were finished your suda because you you're going to bench over here. You're holding the same cup of wine that you never even drank yet. So of course your intention is to drink it at the end, and therefore there's no reason that you should have to make a new bracha. And that was the so therefore the bottom line is really to follow really Marzutra and not. Uh, not a Memar, unless you're changing your mind, and not Rav Ashi, because he's incorrect. Okay. No, that's what he's saying. Even though you know that you're having the wine after benching, the benching is a break, basically. Cut that's that's so. a cutoff. So it's, it finalizes, and everything afterwards needs a new bracha. Even though you knew you're going to do it, because that creates a divide, basically. It ends the meal. And Havdalah is a separate story. Havdalah is a separate story, and I did not find the answer. When this question was asked uh, the other day, why is it that by Shal Shudas, you make Havdalah, you make, a, you make you do the benching on the same cup, and we use the same cup. And that, that's a question of how does it fit in with the, uh, from two dafim ago, from the mitzvahs, chavilas, chavilas, and I didn't find the answer yet, so whatever, I have to have some time, find some time to do more research on that. Okay.
Okay, and that brings us to the um, the next thing in the event, a story with Rav Yaakov Bar, Bar Abba who was visiting Rava, and that is he he uh, brought out the fire, and the servant took from the candle that was lit and he lit a torch which had multiple wicks on it um, for the Bar Mirage, and he's like, why are you doing that? We have the candle lit. Use that candle that's already lit as your as your Bar Mirage. So he said, I didn't ask him to do it. This is what he did. So he says, what do you mean? He's not, doing, he's not looking to do extra work, your servant. If he's doing it, it's because you told him to do it. So, he, so it sounds like almost the brother didn't want to share with him the reason. I'm not really clear why not. But anyway, the bottom line is, he told him that it's a mitzvah mina mufchar to use an avuka for Abdullah. And of course, we're all pretty makbid on that. We always have a special Abdullah candle that has at least two wicks. To, so it should be a bigger flame for, for, for Avdallah. And that's the story. That's, the, that's what he's saying. Now, when he made Avdallah, he said, And then, And then, So he says, What are you going on and on? How many Avdallahs do you have to point out? You know, like, um, uh, so just didn't. Doesn't Rav Yehuda say in the name of Rav that Mavdal bin Kodesh Lechol, period? That was the Avdallah of Rav Yudan Nasi. And why do you have to be fancier than Rav Yudan Nasi? He just did a simple Baruch Mavdal bin Kodesh Lechol, end of story, g- uh, goodbye. So, um, so he says, I hold like the other opinion, which is Rav Yezer, who says in the name of Rav Oshia, that the least you should do is three, the most you should do is seven. And that is where we left off yesterday. And we'll see more about this.